Good morning, good morning. It's Brenda Shoshana back with another episode for today of Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And what other life is there? Here we are sharing our day, sharing a few moments together. I'm so happy to be with you and I thank you again and again for your wonderful emails and comments. It's lovely to hear from you as I always say and I just want to say it again. So our episode for today is in keeping in a way with what we talked about last week. It's a wonderful Zen saying and um, came from one of my teachers and we were all actually people when we came into the zendo what we would do very often you take off your shoes that's the first one of the first things you do when you come into a zen space and why do we do that but that's a whole other matter we take it off to really let our feet feel the floor beneath us where we are mm. You know, the, our bottom of our feet have a lot of nerve endings, has, has a brain, has wisdom in it. And we wake it up. We wake up the wisdom of our, the bottom of our feet, the, the wisdom of our tummy, the wisdom of our breath. We're waking up. We're entering the streams, all different streams of wisdom that want to speak to us. So also we take off our shoes. We become available to really feeling where we are. And that actually is the practice of Zen. Take off all the coverings that hold us apart from what's going on in the moment. All the the leather, the fur. It doesn't even have to be leather or fur. Whatever it is that we're wrapping ourselves in, all of our wrappings, we begin to unwrap. Take them off. Allow the breeze to come right across our face. Allow another person to really be there with us or for us, to really be with them, see who they are. Allow, it's a practice also of deep, deep allowing. So anyway, the very first thing that we do when we come into the Zendo is we take off our shoes and we put it, when where I train, we put it in a shoe rack. Now, newcomers, it was a night for newcomers, new students, and they would just put the shoes in in any old way, throw them in or put, put it here or put it there. And the, the teacher actually came by which, and noticed this, and he took all the shoes out and threw them on the floor and said in a very gruff voice, messy shoes, messy mind. That itself is a great Zen koan and a wonderful reminder and instruction. Messy shoes, messy mind. And the new students looked at him completely startled. Is he crazy? What's, what is this? Why did he throw my shoes on the floor? Well, he was showing you how you were actually treating your own shoes. And he was also telling you and telling me and telling all of us, messy shoes, messy mind. The way we treat the least object in our life, and our shoes are not the least object in our life, but the way we treat our shoes is the way we treat everything. And it is a manifestation and a reflection of our inner being, our inner mind as well. If you're just throwing one thing one way, throwing it somewhere else, your mind is astray. 
So what do we do? How, how is this handled? Quite simple. As everything in Zen is quite simple, pick up the shoes from the floor and put them into the shoe rack very carefully, very caringly. Put them very carefully, one beside the other, both pointing in the same direction. You could say neatly, but neatly doesn't really capture it. What you're really doing is you're taking good care of your shoes. You're honoring them. You're respecting them. You're not just, well, tossing them away. I had enough of this. You know, we, we treat other people that way too. Well, I, I was, you know, we were together for a while, but boom, I'll throw this shoe this way, this person this way. I had enough. It's finished. It's over. Throw, throw this person the other place. Disposable. Everything is disposable including our own heart. So when we, when we listen to the koan of messy shoes, messy mind, nothing is disposable, nothing to be thrown away, nothing to be tossed to the side as if it didn't matter. In Zen practice, everything matters. Isn't that so interesting? On one level, we say don't be attached, you know. Uh, but when we say it doesn't matter on another level, we're saying, well, we're not making up a big story about it. We're not clinging to it. We're not clinging to our beliefs about it. We're not using it as a reason not to go forward, take the next step. But it matters. Our shoes matter and everything matters in that we do pay careful and kind attention to everything. Now, most of us don't even, it, it seems so silly. Well, what's the big deal about our shoes? They don't feel anything. Well, you don't know that. I mean, we put our shoes on, they take care of us, they walk with us all over. And then we feel something when we take them off. How do, do we thank them? Are we conscious of them? Are we conscious of what they've given to us during our walk? It doesn't matter if the shoe feels it or not, we do. And it's not, of course, just the shoes. It's everything. Are we aware of who's accompanying us on our life journey? Maybe a bird, maybe a dog, maybe a neighbor in, a, in the background. Are we grateful? Are we going to accompany them as well? Are we going to take care of them as well? Because Zen practice is really, really about taking good care, not only of ourselves but of the world we live in primarily of the world we live in which is ourselves including everything and what does it mean to take good care of it big question many of us think oh i can't take care of that person anymore it's too exhausting too much of a burden i just want to have fun or escape the situation but that's not what taking care means in zen in, in Zen practice, taking care of something begins with becoming very mindful of it, aware of it, even aware that our shoes are there and appreciative of it. And when it's time to take them off, when it's time to put them somewhere, we do it in a very conscious, mindful, careful manner. Now, this may seem like really silly and making a big deal out of very little, but it's not because it's representative 
of our life itself. Our life consists of these small moments of taking off our shoes, cutting the vegetables, making coffee for breakfast, meeting a new friend, saying goodbye to an old friend. So many little moments, little moments. And they're not little moments because they are our very life itself in Zen practice. And in, in fact, and in reality, this is what our life consists of, these moments. So the question, messy shoes, messy mind, or the koan or the instruction, is pointing us to something very, very fundamental that we basically don't even look at. Take care of everything. Pay attention to it. Treat it with great respect. So what happens? How do you correct a messy mind? Now, that's a very interesting question because it's embedded right within this koan. How do you correct a messy mind? Now, we have psychoanalysis. We have psychotherapy. We have endless, we have endless, endless ways of feeling better, so-called. My mind is messy. I feel scattered. I feel lost. People will say all the time, I'm distracted today. I'm preoccupied today. Another thing that we do here, I'm split. I'm torn. I don't know which pathway to take. I don't know how to go forward. All of these questions, all of this suffering and loss of focus and loss of energy that comes from what we could call a messy mind, a mind that's not at home with itself, that's not at ease with itself, that's using its energy in, in many, many, many distracted and conflictual ways. So how do we heal that? Now, of course, huge industries are set up to heal that, including the medication, many, many, many ways. Now, in Zen practice, it's very different. It's very simple. How do we heal this messy mind? Well, take your shoes, just focus on your shoes, pick up your shoes, put them where they belong on the shoe rack, carefully, mindfully, lovingly. Pay attention. We're talking about our attention here. Attention, attention. Pay attention to what's right under your nose, what's right here, what presents itself for you to love, what presents itself for you to care for. Could be a baby crying. It could be a pair of shoes. It could be, you have to make lunch, potatoes, carrots. What's presenting itself to you and asking for your attention? and asking for your loving care. Because when you pay attention to something, then you are giving it the loving care it needs. And a very big miracle happens. As we do that, we think we're straightening up the messy shoes, but we're straightening up our messy mind. That's We're healing it. We're recollecting it. We're collecting it by taking care of the world around us, of our environment, and whatever is before us, we're taking care of ourselves, our own messy mind, because we and our shoes are really not separate at all. They're a manifestation of us. 
and they affect us as well. And that's true not only of our shoes, but the way we make lunch, the way we greet a stranger. That stranger is not separate from us. He or she is not. Or even a friend, or even a so-called enemy, whatever that means, which means somebody we haven't really met yet, somebody we don't really know yet. That's a whole other topic, a whole other discussion. So in Zen practice, we do a lot of cleaning in the Zendo, a lot of cleaning. When we finish sitting, we'll puff our cushions up, we'll dust them off, we'll make sure they're put back just perfectly the way we found them, puffy and in order. And people might say, well, you, why are you paying so much attention to that? Well, because our cushions held us, we sat on them, and we are returning them to their original state, to their original condition. We're saying thank you. And also, by doing that, we're preserving the atmosphere and the energy of the zendo itself, the room itself. And inevitably, naturally, that, that care, that attention is returned to us because we're all, we're all interconnected with it. The energy in the room will affect us and we affect it. The way the cushion feels will affect us and we affect it. It's all interconnected. And so by taking good care, by taking mindful care of everything, we are healing our distracted, unhappy, confused, messy mind. Very interesting. We don't necessarily delve into stories of the past. He did this to me. She did that. Oh, this person's so bad. This one's so good. Not at all. We don't do that in practice to heal all of the splitting and the sorrowing inside. We simply pay, and I, you could almost call it radical attention, or you could call it loving attention or healing attention because attention itself is what is healing everything and collecting everything and putting things back where they belong, including our memories, including our dreams, <laughs> including our wishes. It will, the attention itself will organize it and put it all back in place all by itself. I think it's such a beautiful practice. It's such a simple and yet deeply, deeply effective and profound practice and a practice so different from the way we live, of course, in our lives. You know, my goodness, just the opposite. We live with the peak of multitasking and distraction. This is like the, we're at the top of the mountain of that. And so this is such a, not only an antidote, but a wonder, you know, these wonderful Zen master comments and instructions and directions and koans, they're flashlights shining in a very foggy night. Here, here, they're saying, pay attention here to this, to this moment, to this person, to whatever is here for you. Don't go fantasizing about the way you wish it was or could be or would be. What's really here? Pay attention and take care of it. Give it what it needs right here. 
So it's about time to close for today. And, and I always give a little exercise about how to actually take whatever the podcast is about and practice it in your life. Today, the whole podcast is so much about practice that it's pretty clear. Pay attention to your shoes, your coat, your heart, your food, your friend, your neighbor. Pay real attention to what's coming to you, what's right there in the moment for you, and do it with your whole mind do whatever is needed without elaborating on it without wondering about it just do pay attention to that do that fully if you're hungry mm, yum yum time to eat enjoy it eat it quietly fully with attention time to cook cook so I thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. It's lovely, as always, to be here with everyone again and again, again and again. And each time is the first time. Each time is brand new. And I will be back next week. Our, our, our URL for this is zenwisdomtoday.com. You're most welcome to go on it. There are many other podcasts for, for this series on it. And um, thank you for listening. Okay, have a wonderful day and a wonderful week and a wonderful weekend too. Bye-bye.